Well, Merry Christmas again to everybody. Glad that you're here. For those uh, tuning in online, uh, Merry Christmas to you. And in case we haven't met, my name is Patrick Cherry, and I'm the pastor here at Christ the Word. And uh, we are ending a series uh, today. We're coming to the close or near the end of one. Uh, we've been rebuilding the nativity all throughout this season of anticipation and preparation leading up to Christmas that we in the church call Advent because Christmas doesn't actually start until tomorrow. So I know that's, I mean, you've been blasting Christmas music, and that's okay. As long as you wait till after Thanksgiving, if you play it before Thanksgiving, I will personally smack you. But Christmas actually starts tomorrow, and then the Christmas season then continues for several days. You hear the 12 days of Christmas? It's not the 12 days leading up to Christmas. It's the 12 days starting on Christmas. So just a little history lesson there. Uh, if you want to know more, I can probably tell you more until your ears start bleeding. Uh, but we have been, throughout the season, re- using the nativity scene uh, as an illustration to help us understand some of the aspects of the season. We started with the first piece. Anybody remember what the first piece was? Henry? The angel, that's right. And the angel right here was the one that represented proclamation. The angel was the one who came and told the shepherds, who told Mary, told Joseph of what was going to happen. And we explored this idea of what it means for us to be people who proclaim this news to others. And then what was the second piece? Does anybody remember? Or the second pieces? Henry? Mary and Joseph. Joseph. See, Henry pays attention here. So everybody take notes like Henry. That's right, Mary and Joseph. We talked about the Holy Family, and we talked about how Mary and Joseph prepared the way for this child to come, and we talked about how God provided for them. I mean, imagine this. We, we, we estimate that Mary was probably somewhere around 13 years old, which was not uncustomary at that time to have a child. But imagine being this young, round 13-year-old woman and finding out that not only are you pregnant by the Holy Spirit of all things, but you're going to give birth to a child who is God, Emmanuel, God with us. I mean, that's pretty weighty. And God provided for him all along the way, and we discussed how God provides for us in so many ways. And then last Sunday, while your pastor was playing hooky, uh, Rachel was here and led us talking about the shepherds and the wise men and discussed promise. And we have great promise, and Advent really is a time of promise for each and every one of us. I mean, we, we all get excited about that. But today we add one more piece, perhaps the smallest of all the pieces in the nativity set. And who wants to help me put the piece up here? One of the kids out there? Henry, you've answered a couple questions. Do one of you guys want to put? Or are they busy? All right, Henry, come on. You're going to put baby Jesus? Here we go. 
you know where he goes, right up there. Thank you. So now we add baby Jesus in there. And so baby Jesus, let's not be deceived. Perhaps sometimes the smallest gifts can be the greatest gifts, can't they? And this child who came kicking and screaming into the world promises not to leave any of us the same. I mean, any parents in the room know that a child changes everything, especially the new parents in the room. A child changes everything. But this just isn't an ordinary child, is it? This is God who came to us in the person of Jesus. This birth not only changed history, but is still changing history. And we're going to talk about the presence of Jesus in just a short reflection. But before we go any further, let's go to God in prayer. Let's pray. Almighty God, we thank you for this opportunity we have to gather in your name for worship. I thank you for every one in this room. Lord, none of us are here by accident. We are here by your will, and you are speaking to us. So Lord, as we delve deeper into this meaning of Christmas, this powerful story, and learning more about our Savior, your Son, Jesus, Lord, we pray that you would quiet any voice in us but your own that you prepare our hearts and our minds to receive your word to us on this day. And Lord, I pray that as my words stray from yours, may they fall away and quickly be forgotten. But may your word, your truth, and your promise remain upon our hearts forevermore. In Jesus' name we pray, and all the saints said, amen. Almost a year ago, I walked the halls of an emergency room in the early hours of the morning. My feet were tired. My mind was fatigued, yet racing, and my spirits were incredibly low. We'd been there for hours waiting on doctors and nurses, tests and treatments, but nothing seemed to change. You see, our youngest son, who was just one at the time, was severely dehydrated to the point of delirium. This was the result of a stomach bug that had gone wrong. As many of you know, our son has a rare condition that causes him to be allergic to all foods and has a compromised immune system. This can be a challenge when a simple stomach bug that would be about 12 to 24 hours for the rest of us hits him and it was days and weeks and landed him in the hospital dangerously close to death's door. And as I walked the hallways of this emergency room, I pulled a little wagon behind me where Liam sat with an IV pole for his IV fluids, because this seemed to be the only thing that brought him the slightest bit of comfort, even though he was far from comfortable and far from himself. I just kept my eyes forward as I walked circles around the ER with this little wagon, because I, just, I couldn't bear to look back to see my son. I couldn't bear to look back and see the wild look in his eyes, his sunken face, his his jaw protruding in pain, I couldn't bear to watch. And as I watched, as I walked these halls, my mind racing with all the possibilities, many questions arose as fear began to grip my heart. Would I find a way to help my son? Would I see a smile again? Would I ever walk out of the hospital with my son in my arms? Darkness surrounded me as I pleaded to God. Save my son. Save my boy. Do something. 
And these pleas and prayers turned into angry questions. Maybe questions that you've asked before of, where are you, God? Have you abandoned me when I need you the most? Am I completely alone? See, at that moment, I needed God. I didn't need the idea of God, some far-off concept of God. I needed more than a comforting platitude that we tend to give one another. I needed more than just a touching story. I needed more than a feeling because I had enough feelings going on. I needed God in person. I needed God with me. The truth is that those prayers that I prayed on that night almost a year ago were answered long ago. Over 2,000 years ago to be exact. God stepped down from heaven and stooped to the level of his creation. I mean, do we grasp how amazing that is that the God who created everything stepped down from his place of glory and stooped to our level? And our level can be pretty low at times. I know I can speak for myself on that. God stooped to our level. God took on flesh and became one of us with us, Emmanuel God with us. It's because of that that God truly knows our joys as well as our greatest pains. God knows our struggles. God understands and knows our need. God came to a people unable to reach to him. God entered our darkness. A few years ago, I ran across an interesting reflection on one of my favorite Christmas specials. A Charlie Brown Christmas. Anybody else like a Charlie Brown Christmas? Well, it's one of my favorite, and one of the best scenes of this whole thing is, involves my favorite character, which I think is a lot of people's favorite character. Linus, anybody? Any Linus fans out there? I had a security blanket growing up, so I really resonated with Linus. And in this one scene, Charlie Brown is frustrated, and he's up on the stage, and he does yells as only Charlie Brown can yell, I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't anyone, is there anyone who can tell me what Christmas is all about? And it's at that moment in this memorable scene that this security blanket carrying child with the wisdom of an old man steps up and says, sure, Charlie Brown, I can tell you what Christmas is all about. And as many times as I've seen this scene as he tells the Christmas story from Luke, there was a part that I missed that was hidden in plain sight that Charles Schultz intentionally put in there. And if you haven't been told about it, my guess is that you've missed it. You see, when he gets up and starts talking about the angels and the shepherds, there's a part in verse 10 of chapter 2 of Luke that Linus is quoting that he says... Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. And at that very moment, when he speaks those words in that verse, Linus does something very uncustomary for him. He takes his security blanket, and he throws it off to the side. You ever noticed it? He takes the one thing you never see him without. Never in the series do you see him without his blanket. That is his comfort. That is his security. That is his whole world. It's his blanket. And here in but a moment, 
When he hears about the good news of Jesus, he casts his blanket aside. For many, many years, I missed this dramatic and powerful moment hidden in plain sight. Jesus changes everything. And we no longer need to cling to our false sense of security. In him we find hope, peace, joy, and love, just as the Advent candles say. We find ourselves in times of darkness and fear at times, don't we? We've all had dark times. Perhaps you're in one now. But the good news of Jesus changes everything because God came to us and is Emmanuel, God, with us. As I reflect back to that dark time in the hallways of that ER, at the time, I felt alone. But the deepest answers to those deep questions was there all the time, hidden in plain sight. I just didn't have the eyes to see him. As I walked those hallways, I didn't walk alone. My God walked with me. As we cared for our son, we weren't alone. God was there and God was working through the hands of the nurses and the doctors, working diligently to care for our child. When I needed comfort, God was there, comforting me in every hug, in every conversation of every friend and church member who came by to visit us in the hospital. We were not alone. God was with me, God is with me now, and God is with you. Right now, God is with you. We need not fear the darkness, because Jesus brings us the light of hope, peace, joy, and love. But you know what? You don't have to take my word for it. You should just take it from Linus himself. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. <laughs>